For 20% off your first order of the bestseller variety pack, visit rxbar.com candy and enter promo code candy at checkout. Valid in U.S. only and for a limited time. Oh. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Turkey Day to you, too. <laughs> Episode 274, Thanksgiving Day. Mm, what I'm, a day. I'm probably drinking to avoid talking to my family right now. What are your plans today? Uh, I am going to be <laughs> eating with... Well, we're having Thanksgiving at our house. Uh-huh. So, uh, but the best thing about the holidays at my house... Mm-hmm. is that this is when my husband really comes alive mm. with the cooking and mm. all that. My responsibilities are making sure the table decor looks nice and maybe putting together and arranging a cheese platter. Mm. And besides that, I'm just like filling drinks and, and, and checking on guests. And, and I get who to play will hostess. be joining you? Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, Landon's whole family. Well, not whole family. His mom and his... Uh, uh, his mom's boyfriend mm-hmm. and then my aunt and my cousin and her husband and their kids and her husband's mom, who I love to death. She's like your favorite old Jewish grandma mm. who is into all the same things I'm into. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, 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 well, I love it. Oh my God. I love talking to her about things, but like, I can see her grandchildren are probably like 10 years younger than me. And I remember being that age when my grandma wanted to hang out with me. And I was like, no, nah, I got a million other things I want to do. And then it got, you know, I got older and my grandma got not sick, but old, you know, where like our relationship changed a little bit and she needed a little more help. And I just long for those days of being with my grandma and having that connection. And it's like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. So I love this woman and I like love talking to her. And she's always like, well, if my grandchildren were like, you know, it's nice to me. And I just want to grab them and shake them and be like, you don't know what you have here. She's wonderful. And you just spend all the time as you can with her right now, because when you're going to my age, you do that. You're going to miss it. And you know, but you can take advantage. At least. I'm totally taking advantage. I hope there will be a sprinkling of dysfunction. Oh, I'm sure. Day. That's given. Yeah. That's a given. Okay. That's like God there willing. there ain't no Thanksgiving without that. Last year it was uh my mom and uh my oh, I don't know, she's like a cousin or something. I don't know how we're all related in weird ways in my family cuz nobody leaves. We all just keep people even if they get divorced, we'll like maintain friendships with the daughters of whoever they divorced oh, and all that lovely. stuff. It's great. Um, <laughs> great. but, uh, so I never know how I'm related to people, but they show up. Uh, but my mom and this other woman, uh, were responsible for the gravy and they totally messed it up. It was awful. It that's was like a game, whatever. Well, that's what Landon game said. Changer. Landon was like, they're never allowed to touch it. Everything yeah. is awful. Uh-uh. We're putting somebody else on gravy. That's their one duty. <laughs> D- they're not allowed. To, nobody else is allowed to touch it. It was like, so Susie, you love salt, but this was. It was like, hey, I'd like some gravy with my salt. And lumpy and oily. That's tragic. Not the smooth, like, I don't know what the fuck happened in there. (laughs) And the worst was that they both went around bragging how good they were at making the gravy. 
So today, mm-hmm. different. It's a different day. It's not me. No. It's, I think it's Landon's mom. Wow. So, no pressure, lady. What are you thankful for? Oh, hmm. I'm thankful oh, for the... Whoa. I'm, I am so I'm, sick of doing that. I'm thankful that. for my ability to sit at least eight inches away from the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> so, Terrible. Kidding. I'm thankful for... Ooh, I think for a lot of support over the past year. Oh. You know, I think it's been a really rough... Oh my well, God, grad it's school, been a really rough year for me. Even in like the, a million ways. Yeah. Even, I was just going to say, even under the best circumstances, mm-hmm. grad school is brutal. Yeah. So if you have even yeah. one other thing, yeah. you but know. But like, you know, a miscarriage the day I was supposed to take a final was like, or on midterm or whatever. It just like seemed like everything came all at once. And it was like, hey, you know this thing that's really important? Well, we're going to need you to think about this other thing that's really important right now. And it just was like, so I am grateful lot. for everyone who was like, oh my God, land, everybody. And like, ugh. Yeah, I had to go into survival mode for a bit. Mm. So, mm-hmm. well, hey, cheers to uh-huh. support and yes. gratitude in the midst of craziness. Yeah. What are you thankful for? Mm. Grateful for and thankful, whatever, same thing. I am of course thankful for Adam mm-hmm. and Lincoln mm-hmm. and our little trio. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I too had. One of those years yeah. where you're like, oh, okay, now we're now this is going on, okay. <sighs> but I'm also thankful for this show and for our audience. Yes, and I should have said that. I am so struck by our listeners, and I, there's um, I was looking at data. I have a podcast network, so I see the data mm-hmm. for all of the shows mm-hmm. and who listens to which show, and it just like warmed my heart to see the people that listen to ours oh. because. It's people that are so smart and so uh, curious and thoughtful and just who I want to be friends with. Yep. So thank you to all of you who listen and support our show every week. It really means the world to me. It does feel like we're friends with all of them. Uh, yeah, like it really I actually like feel like I am though. I know, and I have a lot. Same, because I know them. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they're our buddies. I know their senses brand like brands of humor now. Um, so Landon had a funny experience. He was recently on a wine, uh, doing like a wine dinner in Texas, and they, you know, they've got their really expensive wine. He's going into a really nice account, selling it all, and like he's thinking he's doing a really good job. And this woman's being really kind of like standoffish, not standoffish. That, I shouldn't say that. She's being like Aloof. A, a hard sell. Oh, okay. And uh, he gets through his whole thing, and she's like, "Yeah, I mean, I like your wine." It's good, but I like your wife's podcast better. <gasps> Can oh! you believe that one? I was like, oh, dang, definitely. Like, oh, that's well, the account you want. Well, they have great wine, so right? to say that is, is a real that compliment. the best? I think she was just dying for a chance to tell them right. that, like, you know, and I'm just like, look at us out there in the world doing we, things. Doing things. Turning our nose up at $400 bottle of wine. Get it, girl. <laughs> I love her. I a lot of people do drink a lot, though, over the holidays. Yes, they do. And if you do that, you need to rehydrate. Mm. You have a holiday party. Mm. Get some liquid IV. That's oh. the stocking stuffer everybody needs. That's a good point. Actually. That's a great idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Done. Right. <laughs> Adam would love that in his stocking. Right. He already loves it I in know. our pantry. Right. Um, it's perfect. This is liquid IV is this little packet of um, 
electrolyte drink mix that you can put in your water and it hydrates you faster than regular water. So it's like two to three times what you would normally get from just drinking water. So if you're traveling over the holidays, um, it's cold and flu season. A lot of people get Mm -hmm. sick. Um, or just, you know, if you want to drink more water, a lot of people don't get enough water to begin with. Pretty much everybody. It contains five essential vitamins, including more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. We like that kind of a banana. Yes, we do. And, uh, it's just a really nice way to hydrate and it's for health conscious athletes. You can get through your workouts as well. I, I'm not that person, but there are a lot of those people. I try to be that person. Uh, we love Liquid IV. We know you will too. And our listeners will get 20% off at liquid-iv.com when you use our code BRAIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter promo code BRAIN to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code BRAIN. Don't wait. Get hydrated today. I think I will, Sarah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, okay. Changing the subject. This is one of those things that I read where I was like, why in the heck didn't we think of this earlier? (gasps) Oh, okay. So Mm. like most people have smoke detectors in their home, right? Right. And of course, that's even more important if you have kids. And the most important if you have a fear of fire like I do. Yeah. Do you like check yours? Smoke alarm? Yeah, all the time. Are you like super vigilant? Dude, no, but I should. You know what? I do, however, have fire extinguishers stashed all over the house. <laughs> stashed. Mm-hmm. Well, some people recommend checking them on like the day you turn your clocks back because it's oh, supposed to be twice a year. That is so smart. Yeah. So Get them not... all done at once. Yeah. Okay. Great P- tip Good already. Tip. Okay. <laughs> they did a study though with kids and uh, smoke alarms. Oh, and I they know. told them ahead of time, like, here's what's going to happen. And as soon as you hear the smoke alarm, go ahead and scoot. And they waited till the kids fell asleep And they did the smoke alarm and they timed it. And then they did it a second time using, instead of a smoke (gasps) alarm, their mom's voice. Oh, they woke up every time. Dude, this is fucking for real. Is that the actual thing that happened? Yes. Okay. This is why this is, I know this is a fact to be true. I only wake up to somebody saying my name. I'm a dead sleeper. I've slept through, I slept through the North. I don't know why I'm yelling. I slept, (laughs) I'm just like, can't control my voice today. I slept through the Northridge earthquake. Like slept through the thing. That's crazy. My dad had came and got me out of a second like like bed, bunk bed. So I was on the top bunk. He had to pull me out of bed because I was sleeping through this earthquake yeah. that went on for way too long. Yeah. Landon says I will sleep through anything unless right. you say Sarah, Sarah. And which I'll wake up like that. And doesn't this seem like oh of course. Yeah, it does seem like oh of course because that is my like and I will a fire alarm I would log in the head is almost the same as an alarm clock, which I am like now programmed to tune out. And like, how long can I keep sleeping? <laughs> so I mean, I keep it on like a rotation of different songs that come on in the morning because I find that I wake up better to like a song than I do to an alarm. But I have to keep changing the song or I'll start dreaming about whatever oh, the song weird. is about or just incorporate that into... Yep. Well, when it was song. a smoke wow. alarm, it took an average of five minutes. Oh, you're definitely burned alive. When- <laughs> When it was the mom's voice, 30 seconds. Okay. It wasn't even just a little that bit. so huge. They could save lives. 30. Oh my God. You're making it out of a fire in 30 seconds. Like I said, five about minutes. five minutes. Yeah. You're molten lava. Okay. Okay. So 
it didn't say if they tested for the dad's voice or or just a random voice like mm-hmm. a, a robot mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. or something. But regardless, oh my god, I wonder if it's different of who says my voice because it's specific to my name, right? That I have to hear. This was a recording oh my that I, my I mind is. I'm like freaking out in a weird way. <laughs> Well, you have a thing about fire. I know I shouldn't have and, brought but it up. No, no, this is amazing because now I understand. Like I, I'm almost almost thinking that those in-home security systems are the best because I bet you can in some way program. There, you can do. Uh, listen, I watched somebody rewire a Billy Mouth Bass what? to now speak for whenever they say "Hey Siri," the Billy Mouth Bass that you know those things you yeah. put on the wall that used to sing. Yes, they wired it. So that Siri talks through the Billy Mouth Bass. And every time it's like, hey, Siri, what's the weather like? And the Billy Mouth Bass talks and it's like the weather, but it's her voice, but they I just understand. wired it, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but I thought, I'm like, if you can do that, why couldn't you wire it to anything else? Yeah. This is the future, man. Well, and I mean, in this case, I don't know whether they said the name of the person, but they at least said in the mom's voice, get up, there's a fire, let's go, you know, that kind of thing. And it worked great. So let's do that for Pete's Saki. Well, here's the thing. I wonder, it's like, we need the mom's voice, the the grandma's voice to wake the mom up and then the mom's voice to wake the son up. <laughs> and like, we're going to have to have like go back generationally and like record. I am know. fascinated by sound sleepers though. Cause I am not. And I think a lot of people are not. I'm, I'm. You're lucky though. Sound as you what do you get. think that is? The pot? No, you know what it is is it, because pot's the opposite, where you don't really hit REM cycle uh. because your brain has to first become unstoned before it really goes into those deep it's sleep like states. Booze. Yeah, it's the yeah, same okay. thing. Okay. Um, but for me, it was my mom went to extreme lengths to make sure that I was a sound sleeper, and she would put me uh, down for naps and keep the vacuum yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very common mom thing to do, and not stupid. No. It's because, not, I can sleep anywhere through anything. Yeah. And except sitting up in airplanes. God. Right. I have to have my feet higher than my hips well, in order for me normal. to sleep. Yeah. Come no, on. but Landon can sleep in airplanes. I guess he has to when you travel that much. You have True. to get used to it. Yeah. But like my neck hurt. Oh God. Everything's awful about that. I would be the one of those people to buy that giant inflatable thing that you see in like the magazines and like, like in the sky mall. The, then they have like the picture of like somebody definitely retweets that or like posts a picture on Twitter of like me sleeping on that. Like I didn't know people actually bought this. Yeah, I would. Right. Cause I want to know, I've never seen anyone use it. Dude, if any of you brain candy brainiacs are thinking about getting us a present for Christmas, I'm just putting it on the Sarah list. Sarah could use a really use a sleeper sky for, mall. Yes. Although the company's out of business. I'm sure the company <laughs> that makes this thing is still I'm sure. booming. I'm sure with orders. <laughs> It's like a blue pillow <laughs> yes. that sits on the tray of your airplane. It's like almost a triangle shape. Like I just love it. I, I mean, so I feel like I would love it. Um, okay, wait. So there was this um, art exhibit. I think it was in London, and it was just a clock that was going, and then like it also played scenes from movies that sort of correlated with whatever time it was, oh. um, whatever. And this person, I think it was the New York Times, went to see it and reviewed the art installation. And they were saying how, like, it's this weird phenomenon where, like, time stands still but also, like, rushes past. Have you ever had that moment where, like, you don't know whether time is moving quickly or slowly? I don't think I can relate to that. Like, I feel like... about that moment for you. Well, so like in this case, the guy was like watching the installation and 
one hand, it felt so towards the end of it, it was 24 hours towards the end of it. Like three hours felt like nothing, but like an eternity. Okay. That kind the of only thing. time I can think of where this was a real thing was when I did the up all night challenges. That's why I'm asking. Show. I wanted to know. Like, okay. In those I can't circum- relate to it. Okay. I see. I didn't even understand. I thought this was like you go and you just check it out for a little bit. Some and people somehow- did, but this okay. person stayed the okay. whole time. Oh, Okay. This also reminds me, my aunt got tickets to this guy who, I think he won a Pulitzer Prize for performance art or something. I don't know how, no, that's probably, for, he won some big award okay. for performance art. I don't know what it was, but he, his show is 24, like 12 hours or something. Okay. And you go and you sit through it. And maybe I think the first one he did was six hours and then he upped it to longer, but people sit through the whole thing and you'd think like, do I get hungry? Do I get, they don't, yeah. have any, they don't cause they're sucked in and uh, it's like, it's like they, a trance and it's almost like after hour four, any time after that becomes so short. Huh. And that's how I feel when you okay. do those. Up with the, it's like the first, it's really surrendering is what you're doing. Surrendering to your circumstances. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a thing. You go, I've accepted that this is my situation. This is my life now. And then when... That's how I feel in long flights. Dude. Where I'm like, I live here now. That's how I feel when I lose something. What? I I know it sounds weird, but when I lose something, like I I, uh, misplace my keys or I lose... Like, remember I shared that story of my cell phone getting stolen? Yeah. When I go, you know what? I just accept that it's gone. (laughs) It always shows up again. weird. Or it always, like... But I have to come to terms. I have to like surrender to the fact that it's lost. I have to surrender to the fact that this is how long I'm going to be here. And once I surrender, it's like, oh, this isn't that bad. Yeah. So what's that about? I get that. I get that though. It's the brain. The human it's brain does plays brain. tricks on us. <sighs> Sorry, it- Linda. <laughs> did I swear? No, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Nobody even knows anymore. We just know Linda's concerned. If, if you are traveling though... The perfect toothbrush for travel or to be at home is Quip. Mm-hmm. It is such... Ooh, I would even make this a stocking <gasps> stuff. Perfect. Oh my gosh. We're hooking you up with all the stocking stuff. That's this year. such a great idea. I, phew, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Quip, if you come to my house, you'll see there are three, one for each of us. And it's this sleek, really cool electric toothbrush, but not those bulky, weird ones that people used to use. Used to. And um, it has vibrations, and then it pauses whenever you're supposed to switch sides of your mouth. But, like, there's different colors and stuff, and it looks cute in your bathroom, which to me is, like, equally Well, and Susie important. gave me the genius advice to buy one, not the color that you love, but the yeah. color that goes with your bathroom decor. Hello, we and should all be doing that. it sticks to your mirror, but... It comes off super easy, and then you put the um, holder as the cap, and then you can travel with it. It's so great. And then the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months for just five bucks. So that's all the reasons we love Quip and why they have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Why the heck don't we have that many five-star reviews, Sarah? This is getting ridiculous. Quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price starting at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush, but you don't have to tell your gifty that. Joke's on them. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brain candy. 
All right. Yeah, the time thing always freaks me out. I am drawn towards like movies that are about time as well. Mm. Like Frequency. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's one of the greatest movies. One of the, and nobody's seen it except me and you, I think. And every time somebody mentions it, I have the same reaction of like, dude, I think I've watched it. I mean, every time I watch it, it's great. It's so good. And it, why well, is that such a good movie? Because I think that those type of movies explore the idea of like the what if that, that haunts each of us as a human. Yeah. So, so like, like what doors. if, yeah. Like what if I had done things differently yeah. or can I change the decision that I made or whatever? And also just like the idea of getting in contact with somebody that God, you're related so cool. to or your past self. Yeah. It was just so well done that it was like. Oh gosh, was I it, love that It was movie. Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah. I love that guy. Sexy. Can you believe <sighs> Randy Quaid's his brother though? Well. I know. What do you mean well? Well, I don't know what I mean by that. I mean like I want to say like thank goodness he found his role as a character. But uh, he's actor. a total psycho. I don't just mean looks. Oh, I mean he's hmm. cuckoo crazy. Is he really? Yes. Well, then that Matt that fits. That like I guess so. You know. Fits nothing. Oh. Um <laughs> there's this weird um, parody Instagram that somebody, one of the Brainiacs sent to us mm-hmm. and, uh, it's called birds aren't real. <laughs> okay. Go on. And it's about, well, it claims to be like birds aren't real. They were killed at this all, all at once by this one thing. And they're, they're like drones sent <laughs> and you can follow the Instagram birds oh, aren't real. Oh my gosh, then I had a drone show up in my house the morning after my grandma died. And I want to know why the fuck that drone was there. Well, it turns out that this is as I said a parody yeah. and it's not it's not a true like flat. I think it's meant to make fun of flat Do people earthers. believe it? A lot of people don't oh, know. Oh no. A lot of this people This is I think how false like this is how it starts. Yeah. I remember I moved to San Francisco and I did not know about the onion. The magazine, and I got the Onion, and I read it, and I had a forty-five minute panic attack over something where I was like, "Holy shit, this is what!" And then my mom was with me. We were looking for apartment. She's like, "No, no, no, that's a parody newspaper. That's not real." Somebody had to tell me because I was like, "Is this? Is this really? What is going on?" I was like, "San Francisco was a very new place for me." I was like nineteen. I didn't know, you know, right? And yeah, that could be. But thank. I did figure it out eventually, but <laughs> what if you're somebody who just reads the headlines or just clicks on it? Real, this is, I think, how flat Earth. Or, what if that was a hoax to begin with? It kind of I feels wish. like it was. I w- oh, like the the founders. Yeah, I don't think so, dude. Sarah, we've been ta- we talked about it before, but like not enough. I know because it's so great. It's great. like what the act? I mean, nobody who the funniest are the pictures that astronauts put out. Or they literally have a picture of the earth from the window as they're looking at it. I know. They're like, buddies. <laughs> See that shadow that the moon cast? See the every, every single shadow? I, I don't get it. Yeah, and then it's, it's on the back stuff. of a turtle. Come on. <laughs> back of That's what they say in some books. That's the weirdest part. I, I don't mean, even. I can't. I don't. I can't. <laughs> We're not thankful for them today. <laughs> I'm not at all. Oh, gosh. What else, um, Sarah? Oh my gosh. Okay, this one, I almost feel like, well, what, we're coming up on book club time. Yes. So, did you hear about what happened in Antarctica? 
Oh my God! Yes, the only murder, attempted <laughs> murder in the history of Antarctica. Oh, it wasn't successful. No. Okay, I didn't. He know did that. not a- a- attempted murder from a Russian scientist who snapped. Snap. Tell the people why he snapped. <laughs> I want to know. Like, so, I'm just like, it's I guess the funniest. They're both reason. scientists, right? Yes, they okay, are. so they're both scientists living <laughs> in Antarctica, and the one scientist kept. Um, spoiling the <laughs> endings of the books that the other scientist was reading. I mean, talk about the ultimate IRL troll. And and then IRL. And then the one decided he couldn't take it anymore and just tried to kill the other one with a freaking chef's knife right into his chest. You know what? I'm I know. I get it. Could you imagine your your you're in Antarctica. You have not had human contact That's with anyone terrible. for so long. And this fucking jack off, you're, you're reading like whatever you're reading. Right. And they're like, hey, guess what? In the end, they die. What the hell? I, I and it's get... your only joy and pleasure and on the uh, taking it away from the continent. Ooh, how fucked up is that? That why, why are they? And you already know it. I mean, if you have, if you've done it enough to the point where somebody's going to stab you over it. They've probably told you, hey, cut it out a few times. I'm sure. Is there like any, like, what happened then? So the guy went to the hospital in Antarctica? It says that, gosh, he was charged with attempted murder on October 22nd. He shouldn't be. (laughs) You think that's a free pass? Expunged. Yeah. It's kind of like somebody, I don't know. How can that you defend is justified. That? It's it's self-defense. Oh my gosh. Just defensive. You're right for sanity. Because it's oh like God. that it other guy reminds me of Johnny. Where yes. At a, he keeps just, throwing the pillows. And at a certain point, if I just took one of those pillows and I suffocated you, with them, it's me. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. provoking you. This goes back to a story we were talking about when two kids, remember we were talking, not on the podcast, but in, this is like our real life conversation about when you have siblings and one sibling yeah. comes running to the parent saying, mom, this person punched, whoever punched me. The first question you'd ask what, is what, did, what, what were you happened? Doing? Yeah. Of course. I don't know. Like, I know, you know, physically, he this shouldn't This is like stab every him. day when I get an email from Lincoln's teacher where she's <laughs> like, he was on top of so-and-so in the schoolyard. I'm like, oh, jeez. It says that the men worked together for four years on this project. Ugh. And they were the only, some of the only people that they had contact with. I bet that other guy isn't even sorry. Like, the guy mm-hmm. that spoiled the ending. No, he's like, it was worth it. I can't believe the other guy, when he confessed, he said that was why. Like but, when you make something up and be like, "Well, he, it was self defense." Like he was no, he was ru- ru- like he kept spoiling the ending. I think I think it's one of those things where you've been removed from society for so long. It's like Lord of the Flies, that where like things become bigger than they really are, or like they get they take on more meaning because it's all you have. It's yeah. like there's something survivalist in there where in normal life this wouldn't have been. He would I don't know. It just seems like. Hmm. <laughs> it was his only option. I agree. I know. I'm, now I'm, I'm with you. Like I don't think he should have stabbed the person, but whoo, it kind of shows what, what maybe like confinement. A butter knife, he said. But butcher knife. Oh, like butcher. a big knife. A butter knife would be even more hilarious. What <laughs> Remember just... on the challenge when that girl or on Road Rules Baloo on uh, Road Rules Europe season three, you tried to stab someone with a butter knife. No, I do not remember that. What? And like it was all in slow motion and stuff. It was super funny. Butter knife with a butter knife. Blue with a butter knife on an RV. 
<laughs> challenge right. millennial clue, clue. <laughs> yeah um, oh man whatever i knew you would like that story or I at do. least you you know i hope i mean maybe if they had better food up there in antarctica they would did you not hear be that, so... like they have two atms and one of them's broken <laughs> no i have heard that that antarctica has two atms and one of them's not functioning and That's they're not going to send anybody out there thing to say but there's only one functioning atm in the hole hopefully and they... one murderer <laughs> Attempted. If uh, if they have bad food, another thing that they might enjoy eating is RX bars. I was looking for one today, and I was out of them. <gasps> you got to order more. I, know, I didn't even th- see this. Ugh, we were just talking about subscriptions and making your life like easier. easier. This is one I need to get. RX I am bars out. are so yummy, and they're a whole food protein bar. They're made with whole ingredients: egg whites, dates, nuts, and then they have different flavors. It could be like chocolate or coconut or apples or whatever and they just called bs bs on protein bars because a lot of them were filled with garbage and they were like you know what we can do better so then they did they had uh they now have 14 delicious flavor varieties blueberries maple sea salt mint chocolate and they're just really great for breakfast on the go snack at the office or if you're going on an airplane Toss it in your backpack, um, or of course for before or after your workout. So to get a deal that they're offering our listeners, you can get twenty five percent off your first order of the bestseller variety pack. Just visit rxbar.com slash candy and enter our promo code candy at checkout. Valid in the US only and for a limited time. And Sarah, better get yeah, ordering. I know. You know what? I'm in full disclosure. There was a blueberry one, but I've never tried the fruit ones. And oh. I was just like, oh, I love the chocolate ones, and there aren't any of those. I won't try something new. And I should have just tried it. Oh, I bet you it's delicious. Should. Yeah, I bet. I've never tried it. I don't think I have either, actually. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Well, they have so many flavors. I know, and I to... love the peanut butter chocolate and the sea salt chocolate. So you don't want to risk it. I don't stay in my lane. <laughs> um, well, this isn't a good for you. Uh, thing to eat or drink, oh, but, but I love those. Alcohol. Yeah, know about it. This is sort of like this, it was in the Daily Mail and it was like, well, duh, it was another one of those. But then I read more and I thought, oh, this is intriguing. It was about how alcohol prevents the part of your brain that makes memories from uh, remembering bad stuff. Like the hippocampus is failing? What part is it? I don't know. It's just, so let's say there's a part of the brain that makes memories. self-preservation or like self-protection. Like you're already, your brain recognizes that your brain is invaded by a toxin and because i bet your brain recognizes that when there's a toxin present the most important thing is getting that toxin out of there not wasting energy and storing memories so it bypasses that system and instead works actively to to break down the toxin okay but it stores good ones what okay well that hmm yeah, so I don't know what part of the brain and what, why it would be different for good versus bad. There's got the, I, it's got to be some like survival thing. Yes, like you having an awareness of the bad behavior, or something is detrimental to your, I don't know, well being. So it like protects you by oh, fucking weird. And the other thing is that like depending on how much what. Well, now it makes me think that good memories and bad memories are like formed in different. That's set what I'm parts. saying. I think that is that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, um, it said, depending on how much you drink affects how long, what was it, how long you are prevented from remembering the bad thing. So, 
Ooh. It was talking about something about how like. If you drink a lot, let's say it's three hours that then you don't remember anything bad. I don't know. The math's not right. But so then only later you like, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure I did something bad or whatever. Or something bad happened to me. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? But I feel like I have the opposite problem. (laughs) Me too. I I can drink nothing and I wake up feeling like I have something to feel guilty about. Like I get the guilties real bad from nothing. I'm like, oh, maybe that's like a value thing or like a feeling like, I don't know. What is I used about? to, I don't know if this is similar, but when I was in my first marriage, when it was at the end, mm-hmm. I, and it could be like a stress yeah. thing. I would wake up even in the middle of the night and I would feel like something's not right. Uh-huh. And I would think I'm not supposed to be here or like something just felt like I was in the mm-hmm. wrong situation. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's something like that, but it could be like stress induced. Yeah, or I'm thinking like because you're under I a have, lot of stress. If I have like this, I think you know, being at, at school and studying the way we do about alcohol consumption oh. has made me hyper aware of it. Mm. And it basically like every single person that I know and have ever come into and have not had an encounter with socially would fall into the too much alcohol consumption mm. category when really I think we need to kind of like loosen up the parent. Like I understand if you're predisposed to alcoholism, yes, you want to be aware of those things, but based on like the, the, the guidelines for what, you know, quote unquote too much is and all that stuff, everybody's drinking too much all the time in every single sitting, even yeah. how much the waiters are pouring. They're pouring more than we should be. So like it's systemic, you know, and there's nothing we can do. So I think I've, because I know what like the textbooks deem healthy behavior is. And I see myself like, Oh God, I've had two and a half drinks. Oh God, I, this is yeah. now considered binge drinking in some, you know, cause two, more than three drinks in one sitting is considered binge drinking. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to a, uh, you know, Pebble beach food and wine, chances are in that 24 hour period, I'm having Three and a half, four well, who's to say what a sitting is? Well, right, that's it. There's no, there's those things aren't discussed. So in my mind, everything I'm doing falls into the oh my god, you're like breaking the rules, and so I have the, this guilt anytime I have more than oh, two glasses of wine. Oh, I see. Okay. So I'm plagued with that. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. No, the just, wine really and how you me. forget bad memories. I'm going to put that oh, in yeah. the newsletter though, so you can read it to see like what the correlation is between memory and alcohol. It was really interesting um, hmm. from the Daily Mail, but yeah, we got to look at the brain regions that are activated when good and bad memories are formed. Because it really right? the fact that you and I both thought about the same thing mm-hmm. means that somebody else has probably thought about that too. It means I'm going to need some. We need, some need them to sort that out. Info. And give me some feedback on that i want to hear yeah. about athleisure oh i love athleisure it's basically what i want to be wearing all the time it's funny you say that mm-hmm. you are wearing it all the time that's what, what? i learned in this article what so what? it was in the atlantic and it was about she was trying to write an article about the rise of yoga pants oh yeah oh, and God. how they've just sort of become the everyday pant for every woman in the world and even like fancy yeah. outfits and stuff like that. I just really wish people had some clarity on the difference between leggings and yoga pants. Oh, well, I don't have it, so go ahead and share. The 
the leggings that are designed to go under your clothes oh, are yeah. opa- not opaque. They're totally. see-through. Okay. And then I could see your thong and your butt, and they're not the same thing. Okay, you're right. I shouldn't use the word interchangeably because I'm referring to yoga pants. Yeah. Okay. That you can wear, but then I see those women walking around the leggings. I'm like, oh, that's supposed to be underneath your clothes. And somebody didn't tell you or you didn't look at your butt. Okay. And I can see your everything. Okay, right. Keep going. Okay, so she was um, interviewing the guy who founded Lululemon. Mm-hmm. And she was asking, what was it that made the rise of yoga pants yeah. like go crazy? And she used the word suddenly. And he said, well, your mistake is saying suddenly. Oh. Because he said, athleisure is, has been around since we discussed before when I talked about the history of uh, sneakers yeah. and how rubber came to be. And then once people started wearing you know, tennis shoes for sports, then it just moves along and you start wearing it all the time. And they were saying for yoga pants, particularly that three things happened. First of all, spandex became like Mm. better, not so like weird. Right. They were able to create a better fabric. That didn't like we do weird things with water. Yeah. It like, almost like it repelled water. So it was like it was even, creepy. It felt like you were, no, you're right. So they improved the science on how to make spandex work. Yeah. Ooh, performance fabric is like yeah. my favorite thing. Then the rise of conspicuous consumption where like you would wear something to make it seem like you were not, you were super fit or you were like oh, rich and you didn't have consumption. to work. Yeah. That is what guides all of our purchases, I think. Big time. Dude, Especially that's a now because of Instagram and stuff. Oh, I'm going to write that down. And then need um, to research that. the rise of casual daily wear. So less and less events were, were mm-hmm. reason for anyone to get dressed up. People used to get dressed up to go on a plane. Right. And now we're like we're in our jammies. Yeah. It was everything was a big event. You mm-hmm. go to church, you dress up. Mm-hmm. Now everyone, including oh. the pastor, wears jeans. So those are three huh. things that led to like the yoga pants being like the pant. And then they were saying like polo shirts, sweatshirts, which literally were meant to make you sweat. That was why they were called that. To make you like um yes. way less I, for like I can wrestling see that. For, and like, stuff. Bo- boxers and wrestlers, the yeah. people who wore that. Then um, whenever women started bicycling, they had to have clothes. Tight fitting clothes. Yeah, like trousers or... This really fits into my... Fits my prediction that in the future we will all be wearing one. Like Jerry Seinfeld's joke. He's like... Does he say that? You know, in the movies in the future, everyone's wearing the silver jumpsuit. We're getting there. Yeah. Why not? Have you seen like the, the Yeezy line and like what... like? What Kim Kardashian wore, where it's like it's, those high waisted shorts that are like the Bermuda leggings with like the. T- it's the same thing. It's like Wild Wild Country where they all wore that maroon color. Yes. But. This is the future. We're all going to be in leotard, which is weird because, you know, I, once I heard somebody say that, that spandex is a privilege, not a right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what is a right is. To get yourself some birth control super easy. Is that a thing we have access to now? It's a thing. Because I happen to be in the market for that. Well, you're in luck. Suze, 
It's so great. This company, well, you may have heard this company called Hymns. Have you heard of that? No, I need to well, know. I'm so, like genuinely, I've never heard super of this sponsor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I need to know because I actually need this. So this is mostly for me, people. So Hymns is a company that. <gasps> yes, I do. Yes, I have heard of this. I've seen the commercials. Never mind. It's all coming back to me. Continue. <laughs> Keep going. But hers is now the offshoot version for women where you can get birth control, you can get skincare stuff, you can get like all kinds of things that women need and they don't have to freaking go to their doctor. You Are can, you kidding me? No, you can see a doctor like virtually, like over your if phone. If it worked for my marijuana license, it should definitely <laughs> work for my birth control. Because you know how like going to the doctor is this big thing and then you have to take off work or yeah. you have to pay a copay, all that stuff. Oh my God, I'm in love with this. It's so cool. And it's BS for, I think, for the just female in general. It's like the pink tax where you're like, why should I have to go to the doctor all the time just to get birth control? You know what I mean? Right. Like men can go to CVS and get their condoms. Okay. And I can go to CVS and get plan B and the, that. So why can't I get the thing that... <clears throat> yes. This is so great. They also have skincare products. You know, whatever you want your look to be, I don't care what age you are. You want to look your best. Yeah. And they have these really cool skincare things that are meant to make you look your best, whether you do want to look younger, which I happen to want to look. I, 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 I do too. <laughs> It'll help you look your best. And for now, you can check this out. Hers, you'll love it. Our listeners get a trial month of the customized anti-aging kit from Hers starting at $10 right now while supplies last. See website for full details. It would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy for this, like, because you know the retinol and all that stuff. I mean, tell me, tell me. I literally have my phone open right now (laughs) waiting to, I'm like, when is she going to give me the website already? Go to forhers.com slash brain candy. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S.com slash brain candy. And it's forhers slash brain candy. Sarah's typing. I am. In I'm while. going to get this because my doctor is like, hey, you're on this medication that you also can't get pregnant on. Like it's not, you can't have be on yeah. this medication yeah. and be trying to get yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And then I, he was like, what are you doing for birth control? And I was like, oh, nothing. And he was like, what, what are you doing? He's like, well, I don't do that kind of stuff. And I got to do this whole thing. And I'm like, oh my God, then I got to find so a doctor. This is so much better. This solves this is like basically just for me. Welcome. So thank You're you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. I'm on it right now. I'm going to get that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to the show, people. Anyway, want to talk about Kit Kats or? Okay. The best Halloween candy, hands down. <laughs> Do you love Kit Kats? I love them. I think it's a perfect ratio of chocolate to crunchy to other stuff. It's also a project because I can bite the oh, chocolate Lord. off of all around it and then separate each layer and enjoy those. I like turning it into a whole thing. And if you're one of those people who just unwraps it and then bites into it. You're basically a psychopath and you just want to watch the world burn. You watch, you, <laughs> you eat it like Kourtney Kardashian. She did a whole video about it and everyone was like, what the hell is she doing to her Kit Kat? Oh, I do that. There's you gotta be something to that where it's it? like. That's real weird. I feel like it's just, like know, OCD. As somebody thing. who like, I know you and I feel the same way about picking at our face. Oh yeah. I would think that you'd be more into this. And also peeling those weird things off of uh, electronics like and stuff. No, it's great. It's very soothing. You should try it. You Get know down who else that. loves Kit Kats? Oh. The Japanese. Oh. Guess how many varieties, flavors they have. Wait, they changed the varieties up? Oh, yeah, in Japan. Oh, they. Okay. You can get all kinds. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go six. No, is that a lot? 400. <gasps> what? 
She's dying. Stop. She's dying. Stop. I don't even think I can tell you 400 different flavor combinations. <laughs> I actually don't even think I can name 20 off the top of it's my head. It's not all at the same time, but like over time, well, you've had th- still, I'm like peanut butter and jelly, chocolate <laughs> peanut butter, marshmallow. They even have like wasabi. Cracker. I knew they were going to get funky. They have, they, they have like a know. fish thing. <laughs> Do they have like not shrimp that I know flavor? Of, probably. With, the, the 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 and they have different colors too. It's the chocolate that Let is the, the thing that because I feel like that's the base to it. True. So it's got to be like chocolate. But and I think sometimes the they do um, flavors of the oh, like. I would love a white. Cho- I don't even like white chocolate, but I would love white chocolate Kit Kat wafer with raspberry filling. You can see of some chocolate. of the colors on that picture. I'll put that on social. Yum. Oh, what is that? Hazel. Oh, brandy and She's hazelnut. So yeah. This is insane. Strawberry. I'm okay. I had well, no idea you were going to react. Time to take like a this. trip to China. China, Japan. <laughs> Japan. Japan. My aunt just got back. Oh, funny. My aunt That's just got so back funny. from there and I told her, can you please take an inside the picture of the restroom? Because I really want to see how clean it is there. In Japan? Yeah. That's like they're they're well known for having very well maintained bathrooms. They are? Yes. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Good for them. And like feeling like everybody cleans up after themselves because there's this like public shame, this thing where like you don't want to be the one to make the place dirty. Why don't so, we have that? No, That's what I'm saying. So I was like, please take a picture so I can like try to learn something from it. And what do I need to do different? Mm-hmm. And they like put a lot of emphasis on that whole process. And they like, Good they for got them. the toilets that that's where, you know, we get those seats from. Okay. You know? Okay. So. Anyhow. Well, they love Kit Kats and. I can't believe that. 400 flavors. They have like at Kit Kat, they have this guy that's like the head chef in Japan. He's like a pastry chef that's like one of those fancy ones. Oh and he's God. like really into it. They take the chef jobs very seriously yes. there. Yes. And he was talking about how, like, if you get... The wafers are the key, right? Yeah. It's all about the wafers. It is. That's why I love it the most. And he said if, you know, they have a whole system for, like, if the um, wafer breaks, then they feed it to, like... There's a whole pile that goes and feeds, like, the animals. Yeah, like, (gasps) they... It's a weird thing that they do with the, the, the wafers. I'm thinking about, like, um, what is that show, Hero Dreams of Sushi? Oh, yeah, I love that. Movie. And how they wouldn't even let them touch the fish for like five years of working as like a sous chef or for year for years of, of working underneath the yes. top sushi guy. And then one day. And then once you master making rice, and you got to make that for like five years. And they're like, here, now you can clean this fish. That's terrible. I feel like they'd be the same about the wafers. <laughs> okay, we've seen you mix chocolate mm-hmm. for five years. Mm-hmm. You're now allowed. To to touch a wafer, wafer. <laughs> yeah, because like, everybody there's so much like um, I don't know pride and, and honor so that comes that, with the job. Why do you think though that we aren't as invested in like flavors? Oh, I was going to say in our jobs. Uh, I'm like, well, it's <laughs> in individualistic life. versus collective culturism, but uh, uh, <laughs> that's that's so... always the answer to everything. Um, oh, at least in class, it is. If in you raise your hand and you just go, say... it's individualistic versus collective culture, or <laughs> like right. correct, no matter what the subject is. But why do you think they're big on flavors over there? You know, like here we don't have ten oh, different kinds. of... I was just having this conversation with Landon about. Oh my god. It's so weird. We, this is very serendipitous. So the other night at dinner, Landon and I were talking about this kind of pottery that's famous in Japan or started in Japan that's called, I'll look. I think it's called Kintsuji. I'll look up the name, but 
it's based on the Japanese um, uh, philosophy of wabi-sabi, which is that there's beauty in the imperfect. And this beauty in the imperfect thing became an architectural style that was popular for a time period. And these, I, I think I'm pronouncing the name of this pottery wrong, but it's broken. You take broken pottery and you put it back oh, together yes, with gold. Oh, yes, and it's considered more beautiful. More beautiful than yeah. it ever was. So it's mm-hmm. all about that. But I, I was talking to him about why that came to be in that culture and how if you look at the history of American architecture over time, it's really been a very short history. So we have, because we have a short history to begin with in the United States, a short cultural history. And you look at how like different styles come about. I think when you have a very old culture, a culture that's been established for a long time, that you have more, like they've, they've explored the different options more. So they've done the everything was ornate. They did everything was minimalistic. They did everything, like they did these different styles. And they're like, oh, what else? I know beauty in the imperfect. So, and I think it might be the same thing with flavor is with a shorter cultural history, a shorter history of that food, you may have a a smaller number of like varieties, but when you've had an established culture of food for a long, for many, many centuries, you're like, okay, well we did that. What else? I know what happens if you put this in this, we're just now in America starting to see this cultural food, this evolution of food, from like the seventies where it was like boring as fuck. Oh my God. Right. I was just reading about how some, somebody, some journalist was advocating. You have to have a seventies party one time. Oh, you do fondue. It's weird. Jello, like Jello with, the, with the weird salad. stuff in it. Yeah. We should do that. And they had, you remember how they did this thing where like, I don't know what the hell it is. Oh God, it's like a time. mayonnaise. Yes. And then something, and you put it in the fish mold. Yeah. And then Dude, you flip it over. I saw that fish mold at Goodwill the other day, and I la- had a moment where I was like, this could be mine. I love having that moment <laughs> at Goodwill where I'm like, I think I gave this to them. Oh. Then, you know? This where like, could have this already been This actually could have been mine because I remember owning this and then giving it to the Goodwill. Why did you, you know? have it? Your mom had it? Yes. Yeah. We, had, we also had That's a lamb that was in the shape. Of, it was a Jell-O one that only came out on Easter that was from my grandmother from the 70s, I'm sure. And it was a shape of a lamb and you'd make Jell-O in it and then you'd flip it over and you'd all eat the lamb Jell-O mold. On, that is only so on Easter. dumb and great. Right? <laughs> so I'm saying like, that's what we did. And then after we do 5,000 years of that, we might just go, Hey, I know let's do wasabi flavored Kit Kat because we tried every freaking other True. thing. Remember when we put jello and lamb molds. Yeah. Let's try something new. You know what? If you are trying something new when you're getting married, you know how you have to have something old, something new. Oh yeah. You should try Zola, which is this amazing wedding company that will do anything for love. And they're reinventing the wedding planning and registry registry experience. Over 500,000 couples have already used it. So 500,000. Yeah. That's a, they already like worked out the kinks. I'm sure they take the stress out of wedding planning. They have free wedding websites, save the dates and invitations, a wedding registry and free, easy to use wedding planning tools, which is super cool. And you can create your little free wedding website in just minutes. And then they have over a hundred designs you can choose from, which is so nice. Cause a lot of those other ones will be like, you should pick this pretty one. And then mm. you have to pay for it. Mm. Oh, um, I hate when they even yeah. give me the options. So I'm like, don't show don't give me, me what options. I can't have. Um, and you can personalize it to make it great for you and your guests, which is really nice and convenient. You can register for those group gifts or for like, um, 
over 500 top brands like KitchenAid or CuisineArt. And then you could do a honeymoon fund or travel gift cards. You can even do like wine uh, subscriptions, stuff like that. Yes, please. Really cool. So to start your free wedding website or registry, go to Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash brain candy. That's a free wedding website and registry on Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash brain candy. That's so fun. Hmm. I mean, okay. we're not getting married, but we go to we're a lot not. of weddings. But speaking of relationships oh and getting married. Yes. Well, I mean, because we already are, you know. We are married. Two other people. And like, <laughs> not each other. Not each other. But okay, I, go wouldn't ahead. Be, I wouldn't oppose. Right. Uh, except I wouldn't want to do it with you. So it would probably just be like a friendship. We'll yeah. have that when we're old. Well, like lesbians. Yeah. That'd be, oh, right. <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> okay. Um, I have something that I have to bitch about Let's that I'm like it. so mad about. And I'm, I'm, I wonder if other people have heard about this, have thought about this, have gotten mad about the same thing. So I was watching an episode of the show Below Deck that's on uh, Bravo. Mm-hmm. And it's like following a yacht crew and they, in reality show, blah, blah, blah. But one guy on the crew had a big old crush on this other gal and he was in a relationship. And so like, you know, they don't see their partners for like three months because they're all living on this boat. And it's like, you know, imagine it's like the challenge, but like for even longer mm. and less people, you know, to choose from mm. and no Wi-Fi because they're like on a boat out in the middle or wherever it is. So no contact with the, the person that they're with. And he was really like putting the moves on this girl that is not his girlfriend and mm. and like laying it on thick and he kept using the phrase oh you're you're trouble you're gonna get oh, me in trouble yeah. yeah and every time he said it i got more i i i heard that phrase i have been told that and i always like laughed it off or like thought oh how like it seemed like a compliment or i kind of liked yeah. it and then i thought about it in that moment and i was like fucking why you're saying your your trouble is saying you're the reason why i'm gonna be breaking the why i'm gonna uh uh cheat you're Mm. the reason if only you were less trouble if only you were different then i wouldn't have to be like this it puts like to me it was like putting all of the blame and i don't even know if they're doing it and i like got and i was like should i begin i have to talk about the podcast but it felt like by them saying, like, you're going to get me in trouble. No, I'm not going to get you to do anything. You make the decision whether or not you want to act on this or whatever. If she's just doing her thing and somebody says that, hmm. it feels like it puts the – it's like they're not responsible for whatever actions they take or cheating on their girlfriend. It's just this one who was trouble. Interesting. How do you feel about that? I like it. You like when they call you that? Because mm-hmm. they're right. <laughs> yeah, but like, do you feel? Okay, I get what so you're like, saying. What do you get out of that? I get what you're saying. Well, I just read this book called A Billion Wicked Thoughts, Ooh. and it's a, about how a few years ago somebody that worked at Yahoo um, leaked searches. <gasps> and um, of people like saying this is their search history. Oh, hell no. You should never do that. That is private. The person got fired, but scholars have reaped this wonderful boon of information. Insight. Especially sexuality 
researchers who can never get any info oh because God. of, as you know, the Kinsey problem and yeah. everyone's banging. Oh and what are you going to do? And who's supposed to, how are you going to watch these people? And right. there's a real problem learning about sexuality from a scientific perspective. Real problem. No studies have been done since the, since Kinsey. That's it. Right. So this has been really helpful oh God, in learning I love it. at minimum what people are attracted to when they're doing their searches. Now that doesn't mean what they're attracted to in real life. We all right, know right. what we search for it's in like a porn outlet. search. Yeah, yeah. No. We maybe wouldn't want to do it in no. real life, whatever. Regardless, there are so many insights and I'll talk about it more in another episode, oh, but for this. the case of your point, mm-hmm. one of the things they talk about is that men desire something about you. You have a beautiful body. You're a gorgeous woman. Uh, maybe, maybe something about the way you walk. Women crave to be wanted. Irresistibility. Yeah. yeah. That's the word they use. Yeah. And it's not about him. It's about the way he thinks of you. So you're saying that by somebody saying your trouble, it's then really a compliment can't resist because he you. can't resist you and it's you love it. It's supposed to be, it's like an aphrodisiac. Yeah. It's like saying. Oh, I would love hearing it, but it's gross when I unpack it. It is gross. And a lot of things about sex and yeah. desire are Ooh, very gross, right. very hierarchical, things yeah. like that, that are problematic that we could talk about separately. Right. But I, when I hear it, if someone yeah. were to say to me, you're trouble, I'd be like, you bet your ass I am. Yeah, you would. And I feel like that too. <laughs> and, and Oh my God, it's funny because so it's it's it, it didn't feel like, oh, you know what? Now that you say that, maybe this goes down to some biological like... She is now the... You have to read this book, Sarah. The ultimate, and like that's probably... Maybe I'm feeling like this is some... I bet some psychoanalytic therapist would say like it's probably your own feelings of not being wanted that then are making you feel angry about how somebody wants her. Like there's so much that I learned from it that like I won't even start to go into it, but that was just for your your question. Wow. what, What it reminded me of. Because I could totally relate to that. Like even if I were to watch a video, what I would want to watch comes back to that idea of the woman. You mean like being, porn? Yeah. Okay. I you say I, a video. Like I well, was thinking, like I I don't choose to watch it, but yeah. if I did, that yeah. would be something that the I would pursue or distance a relationship. And the idea that he's super into her, mm-hmm. right? The ego of the yeah, woman is being yeah. stroked. In. That's so funny. I have a very different, like it's more of a me controlling. Yeah. Yeah. Like control thing. Well, and everyone's different. And of yeah. course it says that, but just, this is like the numbers. Wow. That's interesting. I, you know, it's funny. Like sometimes I, I, there are things where I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about on there. Cause I know she's going to totally be on my side. I do get it. And like, this was like, I was thinking the same way with that guy who took the photo photograph of me without me knowing. And then I went back and took one of him and you were I like, like yeah, I love yeah, it. Like, that. like in my head, I had already ran this conversation through and like played your side of it. And we were like both angry and maybe you made if me open I, up my eyes to something different. But maybe if I had watched it, and I saw the dynamic between those two particular yeah. people, yeah. I would have been grossed well, out. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's it because it was so clear that he was stepping, he right. was crossing and he the line. he wanted to put the yes. yeah, blame that's on her. It. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. really it. It's like, that. that's great if you don't have any ties. If you don't have a tie to somebody, that's the, that's the missing piece. Okay. That's right. what grosses me out. You're right. 
it's the putting the blame on yeah. the other person like when the he other can't p- help himself. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Got this it. is like the music outside thing. And then finally <laughs> I came back. This is the same thing. Right. Cause I get you with that. If there's no, nobody's attached to anybody. Yeah. I want you to desire me like crazy. And that's super hot. But if you have a girlfriend yeah. and you're blaming me for you're your like, oh, inability to maintain boundaries and you're saying, well, if she's trouble, fuck you. Okay. Keep it in your pants, dickhead. I'm with you. I'm- <laughs> Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, this is like everybody. The, this is like the, the, the music thing where you're like, I don't think that you were as upset as you needed to be. You had to convince me. I'm glad that I got to do the same thing. I'm like, I don't think you're getting as mad at this as you should be. Yeah, because when you described it, I put myself in the shoes of the woman totally. receiving the desire. Totally. Instead of thinking, what if that were my man? Yeah. What if you're the woman and then he's blaming her? And if only she were less Mm-mm. cute nope. or trouble? Right. No. Right. Did so they then, hook up? Yes. Yeah. Damn. He ended up leaving, like, like taking a break, hooking up, and then realizing he made a mistake and then begging for the other one back. Oh. But in okay, all fairness, okay, okay. he his brother died. Oh my god! Just a few months before, Sarah, and he was ruthless. like going. Well, so I, he was in a really like bad place emotionally. <laughs> but I wish he would have recognized it and realized that is he, he was attractive. For, I don't think so. I'm not attracted to him, him or his personality. His personality is like, well, ugh, I hate him. Desire is a funny Nico, thing, though. Um, sure my husband and I were talking about. You know how I'm obsessed with Billy Joel? Yes. And Billy Joel is 68. His current wife, number four, is 35. They have like a one-year-old uh-huh. and stuff. It's wow. like, you know, the do-over, do-over dad. dad. <laughs> but anyway, we Familiar. were talking about Billy because now there's a Billy, serious... Billy, on a first name basis. Yeah. No. There's a serious XM channel. Oh, Yeah. Billy now, channel. 30, channel 30, tune in yet, yeah, everybody, because I called and I requested Vienna. Did you really? Yeah, and I'm hoping. Did they think that you said piano man? <laughs> <laughs> I made Adam call. I made Lincoln call because I'm like, they're going to put Lincoln on. Yeah. Because it's like Billy will go, hey, it's Billy. Give me a call, 188, oh. whatever. And so we're like, because we hear the messages all I the know. time. And I we're love like, that in reality, you work in television, yet you're still falling for the TV show tricks. They put these people on. I'm like, I cannot believe they put on Barbara from Delaware and Lincoln could be on there. Anyway, he likes pressure. That's the song he likes. Anyway, so I was like um, talking about him and his wife and how she's so much younger and all that. And Adam's like, you would bang him in a second. And I'm like, nope, I wouldn't. He's only five foot five. Oh, wouldn't do it either. I just pass. can't. That's like my deal breaker is yeah. a height thing. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people have like deal breakers. Yeah. What's yours? Oh. Do you have any like weird? Because mm. some people would think that's absurd. No, you know what does it for me is if this is a very specific one, but bad teeth or bad breath. Good one. There's a ne- That's a good one. pretty much no chance that I'm ever going to be doing anything. Although those are fixable. Height. Is not. I know, but the, well, it says it something change. about the person. Yeah, yeah. Especially the breath. Well, and then uh, you meet those people who like look like they've never br- they haven't brushed their teeth in years, and I can see the tartar on there. I'm like, I, I, this ha- I ran into individual. This would have been the a perfect, perfect like, place to I talk know, about quip. right? I sh- we should have saved it. <laughs> God, I'm just like big on that. I don't know. I was thinking about that. I think that's something that my my family just drills into our head, how the importance of dental hygiene. It was like the message that was sent as we were growing up. Well, you're lucky. 
because that we got that message? Yes. Yeah. My aunt was a dental hygienist. My mom okay. always said that. It was Remind like me to tell you a story later because Sarah and I, before we started recording, we're talking about how in a lot of ways our upbringings were oh. very similar where yeah. we had to almost teach our parents certain things. Yeah. I don't ever remember anybody putting sunscreen on me my whole life. <laughs> so now I'm like popping up with skin. I'm like, yeah, wouldn't it have been nice for somebody to go, hey, she's burning. Put some sunscreen on her. <sighs> but <laughs> we've gone off the rails. Yeah. At any rate, uh, let me think if I have anything else I want to say. If you uh, are celebrating Thanksgiving, I hope we were right along with you while you stuffed your bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a euphemism, unless you want it to be. In which yeah, case, it was. happy to be there for you. <laughs> um, if you are in the Chicago area over the Christmas holiday, I will be hosting a meetup Woo! on December 27th. Um, I, the location is TBD, but if you go to the brain candy crush on Facebook, you will probably be updated on there quickly. Um, anything else, Sarah? Mm. I'm grateful for you. Oh, I'm grateful for you and for all of the hardworking employees behind the scenes of the brain candy podcast that you don't see. Yes. Ain't that the truth? Poor Dahlia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.